John Gilman asked, I've noticed your love of cooking. What is it that you love about cooking? And what, if anything, has cooking taught you about business? Awesome question. Let's dig into it. Great to get a little softball right across the, uh, uh, across the bow of the ship here. So thank you for that, John. Um, all right, so what do I love about cooking? I guess number one is, is the ability to spend time with people that you love and create something um, that, that you know, literally nourishes them and, um, and to, to express that love um, in a way that is tangible and engaged. And I don't know, this is so much I love about cooking. I've never been the kind of person that could kind of just sit around and do nothing. Like I, I, if I'm sitting around doing nothing, then – uh, my mind wanders to like all the shit that I got to do. Um, and so I need some level of engagement. And, and for some people, that's like something like fishing where, where it's a lot of sitting around um, and then an occasional interruption. Uh, golf has been described that way as a long walk interrupted. Um, for me, it's definitely cooking provides that, that level of you know, physicality and creativity and, and, again, the expression of love that I think is just so fundamental. Um, as I reflect for a moment on on what are the lessons that I've taken from my experience cooking, both alone with my kids, um, it, there's really three that come to mind when it comes to startups. Um, and, and the first is that simple is best. Um, there's a guy named Mark Bittman who uh, wrote for the New York Times for a long time, has since sort of broken off to become a content creator on his own. I love Bittman's stuff. Um, and, and what's incredible about it is, is usually it's like three or four ingredients brought together with some simple technique in a cast iron pan, and you end up with something that is really um, fantastic. And, and that idea that, that um, at the core of great dishes, in my experience, this is a, very much an Italian tradition as opposed to perhaps a more French one, which tends to be a more elaborate preparation, is that you can keep something simple um, and, and really um, have at the core of it just an idea, the interplay of flavors, uh, the interplay of textures. Um, but but uh, you know, great dishes um, have a simplicity to them um, that I find incredibly powerful. And I would say the same thing is true of great startups, that uh, at the core of, of the great startups that I've seen uh, succeed over time is really a simple customer value proposition and the ability to deliver that in a simple but powerful way. So number one, um, uh, simple is best. Um, the second thing that I've taken from cooking um, into, into the startup world is, is that this sort of philosophy – um, that really stems from the first point, but it's cooking really starts with shopping. Um, you know, the whole idea of, a, of Italian food, and, and as I've come to learn and appreciate of Japanese food as well, is really just get the best ingredients and don't mess them up. Um, and, and I think this is something people don't get, that if you, you know, yes, there's a certain style of cooking, which is about making something from the stuff already in your pantry, uh, and that can be very satisfying. But if you're, if you're making something special, it really starts with a conception of the dish and thinking about where do you get the best stuff and how do you uh, bring them together in a way that, that showcases uh, the intrinsic quality of those things. So, um, you know, if, if you're making whatever pork chops, you know, spend a little more money, it's, particularly when it comes to meat, I would say. Um, it's worth spending a little bit more to get you more. It tends to get like more humane treatment of the animal and you end up with a better end product. 
Um, but again, startups um, in, in which the ingredients are people, um, you got to go get the best. It's, it's worth making an effort. Like never hire someone in a startup that you're not desperate to have as a part of your company. Um, I think this is a really important idea. It's actually uh, an idea that Jeff Glass shared with me once. Um, and, and I just think it makes so much sense. Um, in, in cooking, get the best ingredients and don't mess them up, even when it takes extra effort. In startups, get the best people. Uh, no matter what it takes, no matter how long it takes, suffer along without them um, uh, because uh, waiting for the right person is going to have a huge impact on the upside. And conversely, starting to spend money on the wrong person uh, very often leads you down uh, an unproductive path. Um, the final lesson I would say is, um, you know, when you cook, you can tell when there's love in something, um, when something is made with care. Um, Caroline Beaulieu used to say that there was this sort of sandwich place up the street from Holland Mark, and and you know, she had just she's a writer and just has this great great way with words, and and she said. Um, we were talking about how great this place was, and she said, um, uh, they make a sandwich as though they were going to eat it. Um, and I love that, as opposed to sort of institutional sandwich making at scale. You know, that's a very different kind of, kind of experience. Um, when it comes to food, you can tell when there's love that went into whatever you're eating. And I think the, the same is absolutely true of great startups, that, that when you look at the details, the care, the, the sacrifice that it takes um, when you have a product experience that great care, talent, skill went into, that people really struggled with, you can really feel that as a user. Um, and, and I really think that that's true in a startup uh, just as it, as it is in a dish. Here come the hot staple, I'm the lyrical gangster,